Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. One must not be broken. We're reading from Matthew chapter 19 from verse 4 to 6, which says, Haven't you read, he replied, that at the beginning the Creator made them male and female and said, For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Marriage is the oldest institution that God created. Before there was marriage, there was a man living in a garden. He was gainfully occupied and had one major assignment to name all the animals. He must have been super brilliant to have come up with so many names all by himself for those animals. It was in that context that God noticed he is whole but alone. God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. Here we go again. God creates. But this time, He took a rib from Adam and made a woman and brought her to him. Adam said something profound in celebration of the presentation to him. This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman for she was taken out of man. In going forward, God chose to establish this institution that we now call marriage. That day he made a declaration that is quoted by Jesus in our text today. For this reason, a man will will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and the two will become one flesh. What did God just do? He instituted a three-step institution or covenant that is supposed to be irreversible, permanent, and exciting. Let us talk covenant. Covenant is the single most specific relationship that can exist between two persons. It is clear, created to be mutual and equally beneficial in the relationship between both parties. This agreement should be understood by both parties that once it has been established that it is meant to be permanent. This covenant between the man and the woman is something that God not only sees but sanctions, places his seal of approval on this covenant known as marriage. Once the covenant is established, anything that the man does that in any way breaks the terms or of condition of the covenant, God sees it as profaning the covenant. God instructs the husband in this covenant relationship, be on your guard and do not be unfaithful to the wife of your youth. Malachi 2 verses 13 through 16. Here comes Jesus and he is asked about divorce and Jesus takes his audience back to when this thing was first established. He recites the declaration that was made back in the Garden of Eden over this union, and then he said nothing new but an obvious interpretation of marriage. So they, meaning the man and the woman, are no longer two but one flesh. We will come back to that. Listen to the bottom line, the final statement, the one that should not be contested. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Did God join this man and this woman together? 
He sure did when he witnessed them coming together in obedience to the declaration. They did not join themselves. God did the joining. They were joined by God. So it makes sense, therefore, for God to say, because I'm the one who joined them together, humans do not have the right to separate it. But we've seen it over and over again. God hates divorce. Maybe we can discuss that sometime soon. So God intended each marriage to be permanent, irreversible, and exciting. How do we get to this point? I suggest, based on what God said, that it is a three-step process. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. The three steps are leaving, uniting, and becoming. The process starts when the man leaves his mother and father. This leaving is not arbitrary. It is not casual. It is a leaving that requires thought. It is the first step into something that will be permanent, and so it must not be entered into lightly. In order to leave, the man needs to be interested and willing to be married to this woman. It means, therefore, he has to be attracted to her and get to know her because he is going to have to love her permanently. Do you want to love someone you dislike, someone who does not want to be with you, someone who is not a good fit for you, especially when it comes to your faith? Well, having satisfied those fundamentals, he leaves. This means he is moving away from the family life he has always had with his parents to enter into something new. That takes us to the second step. Unite. Once leaving is accomplished, he must unite. Unite to his wife. This is simple. You cannot be united to more than one person at the same time. And so having done the leaving, you know what you are getting involved in. So unite and stay united to this one wife. <laughs> Third step, becoming. Leaving and then uniting is consummated through the act of sex in marriage. Sex between the man and the woman within the context of the union seals and cements the union. From that moment forward, they become one flesh. The process of becoming married is done. Now that you are married, stay married. That is what God now calls your attention to. This thing that God has created or has joined together, this thing called marriage, let no one separate. This speaks eloquently to me as a husband in this marriage, that I should love, care for, be faithful, treat with utmost respect my wife. I must not do anything that will contribute to the separation of this one flesh that God has joined together. One must not be broken. <laughs>